0: ready check radio oh it's time it's time everybody Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Twitch.tv slash ReadyCheckRadio. That means it's time for the Relic Grind, Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, as I am every week. Well, I mean, every day I wake up and I'm Mike Byrne. I mean, I'm your host every week. I've got the gentleman with me, and it is also time for spoilers. So, fair warning, fair warning, if you are listening on iTunes, or uh, Spotify, if you are watching on YouTube... There are spoilers this week. We called it out last week. Here we are. Chat is with us. I'm sure that they have their impressions. I'm gonna try and control the show and keep it in a a, a nice format. You know, going you through, wish. But, but exactly, yeah. This is the type of show where it's probably gonna be best if you just treat it as three dudes talking about a game they like. Uh, it might not have any rhyme or reason, and we might backtrack and jump ahead, and you know. It does what it do, but we appreciate you being here, and we want your comments down below on all of your thoughts for everything we discussed today, Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Uh, Last week's episode, gents, was the first video on our YouTube channel to hit 100 views before it hit the 24-hour mark. So thank you for all of you. For the likes, the subscribes, the follows, all of that stuff. The notifications, the telling your friends. The website's right below me, readycheckradio.com. If you're not following on any of those socials, hit them all up. Help us. We are closing in on 600 Twitch followers, closing in on 300 YouTube followers. And yeah, last week's Relic Grind hit over 100 views in the very first day. It's the small milestones. Uh, Since it was posted, and it is the first video to cross the 200 threshold before the the subsequent episode aired. We crossed 203 this afternoon. So thank you all. Help us continue to grow. If you like this content, Gaming Gumbo on Saturdays, uh, Final Fantasy Trading Card Game, and other TCGs, we have companies now sending us demo product TCG stuff for review and demo you got a lot of stuff. It's really heating up here, and it's all because of you. Thank you. Program note, however, uh, we are headed into the holidays. There will be no Relic Grind next Thursday the 23rd, giving everybody off for the holidays. Uh, the stream, individual streams, whether that's Faye or Liminality Carb or Torchwick or myself or whomever, follow Twitter because some of them may take a day off. Some of them might not take certain days off. We'll keep you posted via Twitter on who's going live when. And if you have the Twitch notifications on, you'll get those as well. Uh, we may, however, gents, sneak a show in on the 30th. This may not be the last Relic Grind of 2021. We may sneak one more grind in on you. That sounds really bad. We may sneak one more grind in on you. Uh, we may sneak one more episode in on you before the end of the year. This Saturday's Gaming Gumbo, though, uh, two days from now, will be the last one of the year since both Saturdays uh, after that are Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So we will see you uh, tomorrow, or Saturday, and then we won't see you until the 8th on Gaming Gumbo. Joining me after that long-winded but necessary introduction <laughs> to
1: go through everything, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, Kings programs. I'm doing great. I got- Tarko way here with me and you know, we're living the dream and farming extremes, and when we're not doing that, we're with our other co-hosts, uh sparking the flames on Twitter and riling up the Marvel fan base.
0: Yeah, you gents are At ready times. for a movie night tonight, huh? I mean, not together. Yeah. You're very, very no. far apart, but yeah. you're both going to see the same movie. You and yeah. this gentleman here, Mr. Adam Lane, aka Kronos.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm really excited about the movie. I'm excited to talk about this, too, but this movie is also pretty hype for me as well. But uh, I had to let you guys catch up with me, you know? Yeah, it's, so it always it.
0: takes everything I have not to immediately, like, go into a show. And whether it was on MMO Bomb or on Game Breaker TV or here on Ready Check Radio, it's like, you really just want to get in there and start talking about it, you know? <laughs> uh, took everything we had. We're finally here. Before we get started with that though, gentlemen, we did find out today, and for those of us that have been around the block for a while when it comes to Final Fantasy XIV, we have seen this gameplay before, uh, that the sales of Final Fantasy, the starter set, or the full collection, 14, are being suspended. Uh, Along with any advertising for the game, now that doesn't mean you may not see ads that are already contractually obligated and paid for and all that stuff, but there won't be any new ad campaigns running right now. If you are a subscriber right now, you will still be able to buy the digital expansions or the collector's expansion upgrades in case you have everything but Endwalker, for example. Uh, You will still be able to buy Endwalker that way. But if you're brand new and you want to pick up the whole set, not for a while. They're going to slowly take those offline over the next couple of days, suspend sales, uh, suspend advertising. They are going to issue an additional 14 free days on top of the seven free days already promised uh, coming up here in the next week or so to all subscribers as long as you have registered accounts and subscriptions active by December 21st. And gents, this is all because they just can't get the server stuff under control. And I will say from my own personal side, the queue stuff, which is the only thing I was having problems with, is better on my side, and I understand that is anecdotal one-person evidence. There are still plenty of people having terrible queue problems. Mine might just be better because the times I've been able to jump on were more ideal, less peak times when I initially had to deal with the queue. What I will say, though, is last week I was pretty complimentary of the in-game experience. I have started having problems in-game now where I end up getting booted and stuff like that. So my problems kind of switched for me personally. Some people I know are affected by both. What's your take, uh, uh, Kronos, on the entire suspension of sales. You weren't a realm around for a realm reborn launch. Chris and I, no, Clark dude. and I, we know. We were there. Like yeah. we knew when we they suspended there. those sales back then. Now we're yeah. we're seeing it again.
2: I mean it makes sense. Uh it sucks, but it makes sense. I mean I understand they're trying to get it under control, especially since like I I'm, I'm still really worried, man. Like the raid comes out it on Tuesday. Yeah. Two Oof. weeks from that is Savage. If it's still like this when Savage comes out, like the world first people are just gonna have to pray they don't DC, or you just lose. Like that's it. See you later, because one of your guys is gonna have to wait in queue for however many hours. Um, I'm worried personally for my raid team because we raid at night, and some people have day jobs, right? So yeah, you know if they're waiting in a queue, that means they have to get home. First thing they have to do is go log into their computer, sit sit in their queue while they're doing everything instead of before where you just log. We, they could log in at like 7:30 or whatever. And if we have a DC our raid night might just be shot yeah um so that kind of sucks for the like you know i mean i think i think everybody is gonna get hit again but I, I hope hopefully it's a bit more rained in by that point but i, I don't really have high hopes yeah the, the queues are still pretty big yeah the problem so. is
0: like you, you would think by now tark that if things were going to be rained in they would start to at least feel rained in in certain ways and in certain places now and that just isn't the case. Like it it's doesn't. It's not really alleviating at all. Um, when we were in early access, we said, "Okay, you know, it's higher populations than the game has ever had." Then we hit the tenth, and we were like, uh, "Okay, anybody who didn't do early access, we kind of got a little wave of new players that are now here on launch day." Now here we are on the sixteenth. We are still having issues, just about to the extremes that we were, you know, ten days ago. So. It's a bit rough out there going. I think you have to appreciate a company that's willing to say, uh, once again, you can't buy our product, you know, and that sucks for us because we definitely, (laughs) we're a company and we'd like to make money. But on top of that, now we're up to 21 free days. So we're almost to the point where anybody that has an active sub is about to get a free month here. $15, $12, whatever your sub is, times the number of subscribers is a substantial amount of income for square enix to cough up uh for for this type of move
1: uh and i went over this uh on my video last night uh when it dropped um if you have it to go over to tarkoth gaming hit subscribe i appreciate it um but yeah i think someone did the math um at the subscriber prices um they're looking at basically forfeiting 40 to 50 million dollars Um, Big hit, but it's something that they needed to do. Um, The interesting point is uh, this apparently goes all the way back to 1.0, and it's a bug that's been in there since the very beginning 10 years ago. Um, They are going to fix it, hopefully with this patch that comes up, but hopefully that doesn't create more problems with the servers down the road. Just
0: to be a little fair on that one, because I have seen that that, that statement out there too, it's not a bug that has existed since 1.0. It is a piece of architecture from okay. 1.0 that is reacting with the software, the current software and build in an unintended okay. way, introducing an error that has existed since version one. Just to be technical, Yay. it's not a bug and they it... they have not fixed in eight to ten years. It is a <laughs> bug that is scrambling and causing additional different problems now, but flagging the same error. So just I know that's minute detail for sure. But from a software engineering standpoint, I would very much want to be like, look, this is not a 10-year-old bug. This is (laughs) a piece of architecture interacting with a way in a way that's not meant. Anyway, uh, we have classic servers already. They're just lobby servers, says Neobari. So, (laughs) yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to try to keep this week's. Uh, show in kind of almost, I took some things out because they don't really apply for what we're gonna be talking about, like our opinions on NPC Quest followers, like we're done there. We don't need to really revisit that. But, uh, in the same format as last week's show, except we're gonna talk about spoilers. However, it's probably going to be a nightmare, and we're gonna remember something we wanted to say, when we forgot to say it, when we were talking about that. So let me... apologies join us on this crazy ride can i just start off with the spoilers discussion by saying gentlemen those live letters were bullshit. those live <laughs> letters pulled so many okey dokes all over the place where they didn't verbally say something but the images implied certain things uh or things were stated in a tricky sla- uh, slippery way where, yeah. So first off, nobody dies. Yep. yep. The, Big debate on that uh,
1: death card at the end of the trailer.
0: Yeah, and in the way they talked about debts being paid and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just one that flagged immediately. Like, and they right at the tail end, right? They they try to they try to to make you think people are gonna start being ki- killed off uh, in in ma- Kronos, your camera is blipping again.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't
0: know um, what to do about it. The where they start seeing the scions like sacrifice themselves. But it was done like so half hearted, you were like, there's no way they're dead. And then two people later you find out there's good there's already a way. We've we already have a way to bring them back when is like, Yeah, you can bring us back, but don't. I'm like, what do you what do you mean don't? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think at that specific part, when like has gone, I was like, okay, maybe it's Thancred. Yeah, and then as soon yeah. as like Astinium was gone, I was like, they're all gonna leave. And then they're all going to come back. It was so yeah. obvious. But, you know, it's like predictable doesn't necessarily mean bad. Uh, and sure. th- like once you get to that point, and And they did do a, a lot to subvert expectations. I felt like they were really trying to bait a lot of people into a lot of things. You know, like yeah. Anima and the Maga Sisters is definitely a well, big one. Well, that was the
0: other thing. Like Maga Sisters Ugh. we kind of knew was relegated to a dungeon yeah. boss because of yeah. the media stuff. But there was still some out there that thought, well, maybe we'll also have her as, as a trial later. Anima is the big one, right? There is mm-hmm. there is no way you can convince me that they didn't knowingly be a little deceptive in the live letter by using Anima on the new trial slides in some cases yes, for some of those exactly. live letters. And then Anima mm-hmm. is just a boss. So I guess we'll start there. What is your biggest, you know, good surprise? uh, that may be a spoiler and what is your kind of biggest disappointment of something that happened and you didn't like, or something you wanted to
1: happen and didn't Tark, We'll start with you. Uh, biggest surprise was getting Zodiac as our first trial. So early at, at 83, I was like, wow, this is crazy that this is happening right here, right now. Um, how stepped into the final days made sense. Cause they really, you know, took their time with it. Um, My biggest disappointment was Animus, um, Anima. When I saw him in the distance and that last room, I'm like, no, 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 no. He can't be a dungeon boss. No, this is supposed to be a trial. Um, Close second in disappointment was the fact that no one died. Um, I I felt that there was no real stakes. Um, I mean, we had some minor character deaths, but... Oh, and and Xenos, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. When we yeah. say nobody died, we're obviously talking about like the silons, the, the core, yeah. the core good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, uh, Kronos?
2: So I think my biggest surprise, or like the 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 moment where my jaw was on the floor, probably like the longest, was when we find out that Fan Daniels a mon. I'd say that, that, was, was, cool. that was that's pretty early on. Um, like that moment, it caught me off guard. Like it was not even anything remotely I saw coming. Um, that like those two characters are like the same character. Um, so that that was really cool. I really like that, and I kind of wish they took that further. Um, I I'm not a huge fan of how early they actually killed Fan Daniel off. Even though he, like you know there's multiple versions of him, he's still there. But like you know the fact that when he turns into Zodiark and kill him. I, I just wish the character would have been around a little bit longer. My biggest disappointment is Xeno's. I I thank you. Right, I I do not like Thanks. that character. I think it got worse. Um, <laughs> when he. Flies in as Shinryu yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah, I was laughing and not in a good way.
0: I was too. I was too. Um,
2: like it, and then it to go from that...
0: then to go from the uh, the singer fight, the the final trial of the yeah. game, and then to yeah. still have to fight Xeno. So I was yeah. like, do you realize what we just did? Like, yeah. why yeah. are we doing this?
2: It's like it was. So I already, to be fair. I already didn't really like the character. I felt he was already very one-dimensional. He just keeps coming back. I, I was never a huge fan of Xeno's, um, and I was hoping I think Fan Daniel kind of made him more interesting. And then the fact that yeah. like once Fan Daniel's gone and Xeno's is just in the background for half the game, uh, I thought that was a little weird. And then like at some point I was like, is they just gonna bring him back in six point one? Like are they just gonna let this dude live and then he's gonna come back? And then when I saw him fly in as a dragon, yeah, I was just like, it, it gave me vibes of like. I don't know how y'all feel about Star Wars episode eight, but when like Leia's flying through the air, I <laughs> verbally laughed in the movie theater at that part too. And it gave me that similar vibe where I was just like, this is so ridiculous and like stupid.
0: It I gotta be honest, it really felt to me like and I forgot to label this episode 52, uh, on the show notes. Anyway, it really felt to me like maybe there was a different plan for Xenos a year ago, 2 years ago, and in the process of fleshing things out, they decided to go a different way, but they had already brought Zeno's back. Uh yeah. and so they had to figure out a way to 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 deal with his character being there because if if he isn't there, if he had just stayed dead, there is no reason the way it is laid out for me right now, at least in my mind that N Walker can has to play out any differently. Well- it could just be fan daniel doing his stuff yeah. without zenos at his side so all of that can play the same way
2: and you know and then you oh, go ahead, you got to
0: send somebody else in if you want that heroic uh i'm going to save you and help you in this last fight it's it was almost yeah. like they were like hey let's uh, send bismarck in and people oh no we <laughs> fed him to the ragnarok um like uh, zenos zenos make him a <laughs> dragon and give him fucking wings and send him on in there and it was just really, yeah, I, I lost total interest in Zenos. Uh, and that's when I remembered he was even still part of the story.
2: Well, they, they yeah, because they barely show him. Like, I mean, like, he, he's just, like, walking around right. for, like, half the story. And, like, you see his feet and, like, his back. And what sucks is, like, the scene in Garlemald where he takes your body is actually really oh,
0: cool. Yes. Really
2: was- cool. And And I'm like, okay, this intense. is where we're going. This is going to be awesome. And then Daniel dies, and Xenos is no longer interesting.
0: I honestly thought that that was going to be the impetus for whatever death we we thought might be coming at yeah. the hands yeah. of what the Scions believed to be the Warrior of Light. And I really was like, ooh, shit, I, this is going to be interesting. And then all of a sudden you go through that and you're done. You know, I, I, oh, you got your body back, Xenos left. Okay, you're good, you're good, you're good. Um, they did have to... They have to get around the whole Yishtola can recognize that, uh, but, you know, just don't have her be there. I liked the concept, but I didn't... Again, it's... there were, Like so many things in this expansion for me, I like the idea of, but then they're there and gone in a flash with almost no repercussions, Tark. It just felt... My biggest surprise that uh, I liked was how much more... An expansion. I didn't think I was gonna see Emmett Selk in at all, besides a narrator. Oh. How much development of that character made me like that character more from a perspective of just from the all sides, you know, his history, what he ends up turning out to be, what ends up happening with him, good guy, bad guy. I was pleasantly surprised by that. My biggest disappointment is that there are a lot of story beats that just feel real Disney. You know, just real, let's give the fans the happy ending. Let's let's go for a quick feel here. Pardon the terminology. Uh, <laughs> the, Attica, Attica Mort says in, in chat, in the moment, I was so happy everyone was brought back. But after it, I was like, ugh. <laughs> and in the future, if somebody dies to something stupid, it will feel stupid. <laughs> and I think the... The problem that I had with Walker, as much as I enjoyed it, and I did, very much so, very much so, is that at the end of the day, it felt like there were no consequences, we were the heroes, we prevailed, there wasn't even any challenge that stood in our way, narratively speaking, for any great length of time. There was a challenge, it was overcome, there was a challenge, it was overcome. Bang! 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 We didn't even struggle. They were like, "Hey, Charlayan uh, has not been able to find adamantine forever. This is all we got. We haven't been able to find it." Alphano gets on the phone. Boop, boop. All right, I got seven tons on their way here. <laughs> now I understand that the Charlayan, they don't they don't interact as you know as much with all the nations and, and all that stuff. But come on. You're telling me they couldn't find this stuff? They they didn't have the resources to reach it. It just there was never a challenge we couldn't overcome within three cutscenes.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was going back to saying. Like that, there overall there was no stakes. Um, It felt good in the moment, you know, getting everybody back, big epic battle at the end. um, But there was no consequences. um, So. was overall such a good expansion, but to nitpick on this detail it's kind of bad. But, um, yeah, sometimes you need to be honest with your critique on it. Um, yeah, and Freycore saying, say, Oh, they I, they
0: knew where uh, to find it, they just didn't have the people to get it. Yeah, that, that's kind of the point that I was making that, like, oh, we know yeah. it's here and we can't go get it, but we're not going to ask you to go get it, even though we desperately need it to save civilization.
1: It, hmm. it was
2: just a plot device. Maybe it's because they were everybody. so
1: reluctant to do that because they shut us down on the on the, <laughs> it, on the lands, they, of, you know, a patch ago.
2: They were just looking for a way to bring back everybody and their mom to give them a cutscene, uh. which also triggered me too. Like, there were characters in this expansion, and again, this is like kind of nitpicky, but that got payoffs that I just don't care that you got a payoff. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, they were just there to be there because like they were at some point you met them in the story. Um, and I feel like that suffered pacing issues, which we talked about last yes. week too. Yeah. Um where you see in several areas, and that's one of them, the Adamantite stuff, like where you're just like talking to like seventy people because they brought you some stones, and it's like I I just don't or the, I don't care.
0: Or they feel like it took an hour. Or the interactive cutscene after Tataru opens her shop. Yes. Yeah. Wherever or everybody's all of the second half by Labyrinthos. Oh god, come
1: on. And,
2: and I am I'm, I'm gonna go a different route too with the Astians too. Like I know a lot of people like that. I actually like really liked Emmett Selk's story in Shadowbringers to the point where I like did I didn't wanna to I I didn't wanna see him again. And now, now now let me get like I did kinda like a lot of stuff in Elpis that they did and I appreciate a lot of it. But it almost got I like I when I first saw him, I was like, no, no, I don't I love the way that everything ended. Like, I don't want him to come back now. It worked, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I do it, like, think, yeah. And, I think and we they did a, lot a real more, nice
1: job with that. I, I think it, and, was perfect. Yeah, and we
2: got a lot more exposition on Hithlodeus. Like, Hithlodeus is a really cool character that I really liked, uh, in the expansion. And, and you know, you have to go into like non stuff because they they have to like we don't really know anything about her. Um, so like, yeah, I, I, I like Vanann. the area a lot. I love Vanann.
0: Yeah, my only, my only problem is Elpis dragged. Um a little every bit. area it had at some to. point dragged. It and I understand why it had to right because they were doing all of the Emmits Elk, and Venat stuff uh, and her, more importantly Hermes and Median stuff um, yeah. it had to drag because they were doing the old uh, let's throw a baddie at the end of the game that you have not heard a peep about in yeah. any <laughs> previous expansion as the big baddie
2: I don't like that either. Heidelin
0: said nothing for four expansions or a launch and three expansions about, oh, by the way, we're also going to have to go take a a piece of this little bitch with the wingy head. Uh, We're going to have to take a piece of her out, too, because that's going to influence some things later. And, yeah, I know you're going to counter that, somebody out there, with, well, Hyda Lynn wasn't telling us that because we weren't strong enough and she knew we weren't bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to wait until I'm strong enough you to can- let me know, hey, by the way, we're also going to have to do something else. It was the whole there's going to be a big baddie. Uh, I think they, they wanted a surprise big baddie. They got it. Elpis wasn't, yeah. It's not a time paradox for Vinat or Heidelin, though. Uh, Vinat slash Hyda Lynn. She escapes with her memories. That's the other thing too. Going into oh, I told you sidetrack. Going into Elpis, <laughs> it imme- and as soon as you see you're with Emmett Selk and all these, you're like, oh, okay, well wait, something has to happen for people not to remember this. Like immediately yeah. you know, it's it's tipped in advance that okay, wait, either they just added this, totally forgetting that Emmett Selk never said peep about this stuff last expansion uh yeah so it it dragged i understand why it needed to though uh i i guess i guess what who is your favorite character now that this is all over though Kronos, like
2: across every everything i guess or just uh, specifically Walker. in Endwall. uh
0: it, overall overall now that everybody's I- storyline for the zodiac heidelin storyline is complete who's your favorite character overall I-
2: I'm still a big Rion J fan, I think. He's probably still my favorite character and my favorite Scion. Um, but if it was just Endwalker, uh, Day is probably my favorite character in Endwalker. I liked him a lot.
0: Uh, Justin in chat, we didn't know the reason when we came to Alpis. I know, but Heidelin has. Heidelin <laughs> has known about Medion and everything since A Realm Reborn started. And we're just hearing about it now. She doesn't have to tell yeah. us that, hey, we met in the past, and you just don't remember this because of the calamity and and all that stuff. I remember this. Yeah, what anyway? Favorite character, Tark.
1: Uh, from Endwalker, Hithlidaeus, I just found him so relatable. It was he was great. Um, for the whole expand uh, for the whole game, I-, I love alfano's journey from beginning to end. The na- naive kid on that carriage to the strong leader that he is now is just. That's epic in its own right. I feel like it's more his story than our story.
0: I got to go with Emmett Selk, and I would not have said that without the Elpis portion that I mm. was just bitching about being a little longer than I think it needed to be. Uh, but I, that is a very, very well done villain. Uh, I appreciate villains where you almost can see their crazy-ass objectives as being, I understand why you're doing that. You know, it's it, it that makes a better villain to me when you can almost sympathize with their plight and why their objectives, no matter how crazy they may be to you, would maybe be a rational direction for them to take. Uh, so I, I can I really, really like that type of development. So story as a whole, gentlemen, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your beats? What are the things you liked? What didn't you like? I think we've all kind of beat the the pacing of it to, to death so we can kind of skip that one. There are pacing issues throughout Endwalker, but let's mix in some of the good with the bad, Kronos.
2: Uh like I said, I, I really liked I think everything up to like when the end of days starts. I don't think I have almost any complaints up to that point. Uh most of my stuff is after that. And I and I do really like the Elpis segment. I just don't like some of the stuff that's done. I, I'm not really a big fan of the whole dynamis thing. It just felt like an excuse of like to like figure out like why they have certain this power and I'm yeah, not a whole big fan of like That was very
0: disney to me too. It was like, "Oh, yeah, it's our I, feelings." Yeah, I don't like super it's our emotions heart. that are killing us. It's like us. kingdom
2: hearts. Dude. Like I I was <laughs> I thought they were about to say like our friendship is our power or something. Like I don't it's like yeah, I just I don't know. I I wasn't feeling uh, the whole dynamis thing and that's like the whole crux of like kind of caring about Medion, I do think it's very touching. A lot of the stuff that happens in the last area where you go through. Yeah. And like you, you talk to like the different races of people that were on different stars and like why they ended up giving up on life. And I'm sure that affects a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And I think that's awesome. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like Medion, just, I knew she was the villain pretty early. I felt like Like, as soon as they, like, yeah, they start delving into that. Like, okay, that's, that's going to be the big bad. Um, you know, and it felt like kind of very, like, ultron where it's like she just determines that, like, you know, there is no way to be had. Like, you, you know, yeah.
0: ultron, you just yeah. have to
2: die. Yeah, And so. Hermes kind of yeah.
0: flips on a dime there, too. A little like, bit, he yeah. He just, okay, let me transform and fly away gradual. with her. Yeah, it wasn't gradual it wasn't at gradual. all. It wasn't, like content. His character seemed like very contemplative and let me think about this. And, and then he was like, Nope, got to get the report. Pew! I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here.
1: Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Hermes is that he was like, okay. And I said this on stream. He's like PETA. He, he cares about, you know, he, it doesn't seem like he should be a scientist in that role. Um, he just cares and too much invested to, to be in his position. Um, but then he flips is like, no, I need to hear this report. I need to hear all this information so I can formulate a like, you know, one or the other. Please let me know what kind of character you are. Um, so him flipping kind of was a little bit jarring um, him going into his own primal form was really interesting. Him being Amon and Daniel, he's a very complicated dude. That was
0: another zone, by the way, Albus that I was like, Oh, thank God I can fly. Uh, oh, thank God I can fly. That and the moon. I mentioned the moon last week. I, we didn't talk much about Elpis last week because if you're, you know... Yeah, there, no The whole, the whole <laughs> zone is a spoiler, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was another zone where it was finally like, oh, my God, thank God I could fly. Thank God I could fly. Yeah, I don't know. It was good. It was good. Uh, I know, Chronos last week, you said it was good, you enjoyed it, but it's not your favorite expansion. And I... Yeah. Think at the end of the day, I kind of land in the same in the same bucket. It was good; I enjoyed it. the The story we've we've mentioned the pacing issues, so we can skip that. But those are there. Uh, even I, as a rabid fourteen fanboy and Final Fantasy fanboy in general, was kind of just like, "Let's go, let's go." I'm watching yep. a graphic yeah, novel at much. points, um, but. It's good. I, I'd probably put it at a seven, like a, a, as a story, not the full expansion. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But as a story, seven. It does wrap things up. It wrap thing wraps things up very Disney style, which I was not a fan of because, for you know, Atticus said the same thing that I that I was already thinking. Wow, you know, now you basically can't kill any of these people. Uh, and I I like because it's going to come off as stupid that they died that way after they made it through all of this stuff, and I like how they they tried to throw Emmett Selk as the one that was like, "Hey, adventurers, don't worry, like there's <laughs> there's places on your own world you haven't even been to." Like this place and this place and this place. Amirasidia. Yeah, I wrote all those be, places down. Actually, <laughs> there's more adventures. You know, it just just for those that were like, is this the end of Final Fantasy? Because you didn't watch a live letter, and <laughs> they they said no, it's not. He it was like, there's more adventures. But now, like the stakes as far as what we accomplished might the stakes consequence wise might not have been there, Chronos. Right, but the stakes as far as what we've accomplished does any adventure on, <laughs> in the world of aorsia now feel like there could potentially be stakes I mean we we saved Garlamald's no longer a threat like we, we've gone back in time we've gone now and and nuked the pressures of the entire galaxy like okay let's go let's go and explore the ocean we yeah I don't, I
2: don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know how they do it. That's up to them. I, am glad that I don't have their job, because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah,
1: they, they need another eight years, ten years to to build up those stakes again. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I'm betting.
2: Yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's gonna be really hard. Cause like a lot of stuff, other than just like the scions that are still there, like a lot of like the threats and stuff. Or yeah, I mean they wrapped it up pretty nicely. I mean there's still some things that we're gonna get trickled down through, like, the patches, I'm sure, to explain them, like, right, smaller and, stuff.
0: Right, and with the, the raid, right? That's going to, and Selk talks about the Twelve, and and so we're going to learn about them. Yep. And, and then you see matter what, yeah. No matter what issues any of these environs on uh, Eorzea, or on, or in Eorzea, um provide, though, Kronos, it's, okay, look, yeah, shit's going down with the dragons. Okay, great. The, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I mean, we we, we already have, did that. We once. have nuked. <laughs> we have nuked gods. We'll be fine.
2: Yeah, we we basically killed a uh, half god in Zodiac because he wasn't like full power, and then we we beat and I guess maybe you could argue that not like a full she, power, Yeah. Yeah, you could argue maybe that she like uh like let us. I don't know, but like it's. I don't. It, yeah, it's gonna be really hard to to match the stakes. I feel like it it, it anything that takes place on that planet or on that star like. I don't know. It's hard.
0: <sighs> dungeons Clearly boys. need to go to more shards. That, dungeons, more boys. dungeons boys, Dungeons boys, what would you think? Tar Dungeons.
1: I liked all of them. I thought all the dungeons were really well done. I uh, loved the mechanics, the aesthetics for each one. The, the music was like perfect for each one. It just it was great. Um I if I had to pick a my favorite, it would probably have to be Oh, that's hard. I want to say Babel. Just the the nostalgia. Dude, I love... Lugay and Barnabas. Yeah, I love that Lugay and Barnabas were in Babel and that
0: it starts off with Barnabas attacking Lugay and him freaking out and running away. I was like, that is amazing. That is amazing going through there. But it does end on kind of a disappointing note where Anima is the final boss. The good boss, but... Good boss, yeah. Good boss, but the final boss of a dungeon in and doesn't it felt almost like you know remember uh, when a realm reborn launched an ultima weapon it was the story and everybody was like oh it's a shame to see ultima weapon reduced to that because yeah. that was a really easy fight because it was story mode and everything then they that's when we you know we started getting extreme versions of mm-hmm. fights yeah. because of the backlash to ultima weapon anima kind of felt like that for me uh, but dungeons and things like that Kronos, what did you you like
2: yeah, I thought they were awesome. Like first time through, I had almost no complaints. The more that I've done them, maybe you know smaller stuff, but that that always happens because the formula is still yeah. basically oh, yeah. the same.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, not changed.
2: You know, I I overall like aesthetically and the bosses. I like them. I think Babel's is also my favorite too. Um, some of the later dungeons I do really like as well. Catesis uh, is pretty cool.
0: I love the mm. aesthetic of Dead Ends.
2: Um, yeah, Dead Ends dead is ends pre- was great. pretty awesome. But I think if I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably also go with Babel. Just there's just so much like nostalgia stuff there, and then like the train part at the beginning—it's really yeah. cool the first time you see it. When
1: so. We came onto into that zone. I'm like, please let us fight on the train. That's not just a cutscene. Please let us fight on the train. What would you think of the experts, Tark? they—they
0: uh, they were all... those are the ones we you know we're gonna have to run
1: and run and run and run for a little bit. The Smilden I think, is awesome. I love that one. The second boss, not so much, but like. Overall, of the dungeon, um, from that crazy building structure, architecture, um, all all twisty turvy, um, going through the doors um, was awesome. Uh, yeah, I I, I I said this on stream as well. Oh, please check me out on stream at Tarkoth Gaming. Um, but I think these is the best initial set of expert dungeons that we've gotten so far. Like, I'm putting this at the top.
0: Hmm. I don't know if I agree, but I got to think about that a second. I got to mm, think it'd about It would be second for
2: me. It would be second for me, I think. I, I think... do like Sm- Smileton. I think Smileton lo- is really good. Like, I-, I like that dungeon a lot.
0: Yeah, I-, I think it might be second for me, too.
2: I, I like Shadowbringers a lot, actually. Yeah, Shadowbringers uh, was,
0: was pretty cause... awesome.
2: I think as, as awesome as Dead Ends is, I like Amarat a lot more. I yeah. Think, um, like, are really cool. Um, I don't care. I mean, like, the... Uh, what is it? Like, the LigmaScape or whatever. It's like... Um, it's cool, but I almost feel like we've done a lot of stuff where it's like... I like a nider actually. I know, like, uh, some people don't like a nighter. That's the one I don't
1: like. I think it's too. But uh, I, I, I really I like the like jazzy
2: no music. I don't know. And, like, exploring, <laughs> like, La Habrea's Labs. I thought it was really cool. And then you fight Quesacado at the end. I thought, I, I like, I, so I like that dungeon. And then, I mean, twinning. Like, twinnings. Twinning, yeah. So, that's right. that's probably, I'd probably have that number one.
0: Primals, we got the Okie Doke pulled around there on Anima, but uh, Zodiac and Hydalin. I'm gonna say I'm not surprised by Zodiac being a primal, but I will agree with you, Tark, that I was surprised at how early it happened, uh, because that was one of those things. It's like they, that. That's another thing I guess is a problem. Going back, here we go. Uh, another little offbeat on the story for me is that this story just feels like it's been told uh, multiple times in the. There's got to be a balance, and when there isn't balance, then neither one can exist. You know, there's light and dark in the Force, and we want balance in the Force, and (laughs) when there isn't balance, this stuff happens. As soon as 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 Zodiac popped as the trial, when it did very early, I was like, oh, we're going to be fighting Hydaelyn at some point, or Hydaelyn has to now die, because Hydaelyn and Zodiac existed to counterbalance and keep each other in check. And now that they're not in check, there's going to be problems. And sure enough, hey, you killed Zodiark. Oh, shit, now the planet is out of whack. And it wasn't directly because of Heidelin because there's this new baddie you're about to meet that you've never heard anything about before. But this kind of story has been, been told before. So I kind of had the idea that heidelin has got to go or we're going to fight Heidelin. I didn't at the time know which. Uh, and then we fight Hydaelyn. <sighs> I love the dungeons in this expansion. Love them. Um, I'm a little less enamored with the trials. I'm a little... That's not to say, again, none of this is bad. Like, I would give the expansion high marks as a whole, but I just feel that they've done better. It's almost like they wanted this big climactic conclusion, this big... Wrap up of a storyline and it almost got lost in itself. There was, it was so big as far as the extent of, of stuff they were putting in there, if that makes any sense. I, I like the uh, Zodiac fight more than I like the Heidelin fight. The Heidelin fight, I actually think, particularly on Extreme, um, causes some problems uh, as far mm-hmm. as figuring out for new, new players or people that uh, uh, maybe don't do extremes all the time, right? Um, some of those mechanics get lost in the coloring of the environ and uh, and mm, yeah. and Heidolin's own coloring. Uh, Can you play with a summoner? Yeah. Oh, well, that too. Oh, <laughs> that <Yeah>. too. <laughs> oh, that's a whole yeah. other issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I honestly wasn't a huge fan of the Heidelin fight. Uh, I loved her art, her character model, and her abilities, yeah. but the fight itself, I felt like was just, eh. It was okay for me the the zodiac fight I really really did enjoy I really really enjoyed the zodiac fight Kronos, what do you think of the trials
2: I I like them a lot but I'm I'm mostly speaking from the extremes because I only did the normals like once
0: right we're right right
2: um, yeah the extremes personally for me are the best release extremes of any of the expansions I see I agree I, with I, you I on think.
0: anima I don't on or not anima I wish zodiac <laughs> uh, zodiac uh but not on hydalin yeah I, d- I don't think I she's mean, a fun extreme. For me, it doesn't matter because I run extremes all the time. I maybe don't do yeah. the savages and shit like you you do. I do them a little slower than you do, but extremes I run those, and I just it it's not a pleasant fight sometimes for people that aren't used to extremes.
2: I, I could see that. I guess because like I'm coming from like the like once I kill it once. It's Warrior right, of so Light so did the same
0: like, thing, by the way. Warrior of Light was okay. Kind of falls into this same category for me see, of
2: I really like Warrior of Light. Oh,
0: oh I Light love that great. fight. But it is not. Uh, it is not a. <laughs> uh, hey, this is gonna be your first extreme. Yeah, that is. You don't want Warrior of Light to be that. That first extreme. <laughs>
2: my my yeah. only issue really is with Zodiac, how easy it is if you just follow someone. Yeah. That's that's really my only like picky yeah. thing, and that's to become the party finder thing now, where they just mark someone and they just mark like, someone hey, that knows what they're doing. Guys. Follow him. <laughs> um, you can't do that in Highland. You can no. sometimes, like for the crystal dodges and stuff. Uh, you can follow. And then like the final story trial, I, I just, I don't know. I was already still laughing from the dragon that flew in, but the mechanics, like the planets colliding and stuff. I thought that's really cool. That was I'm really actually neat. excited yeah. to see that. Yeah. In, uh, I call that extreme. when
0: worlds collide. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that one. Niabari didn't like that one in chat. I, I kind of did. Um, oh, d- maybe you guys didn't do it. I, I ran it with a, a group of friends first, but then did you guys run Hydelin with your trust?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I thought that was available. I was like, I have to check this oh, yes. out. They had the icons above their head, and I'm like, no way. Oh oh wow. It's gonna let me do That's this. Cool. Okay, cool. Let's go.
1: Let's go. What'd you think of that, Tark? I thought it was awesome. Um this is the first expansion. You know, I didn't do it last expansion. I was like, oh trust, whatever. Um, I purposely did trust the first time around in every dungeon. When that came up yeah, on this trial, were. I was like, this is great, this is awesome. We're gonna get some more uh lore tidbits. Um seeing uh Uriang's job, uh, because he couldn't be a healer because I was a healer and Alpha no was pure healer. He's a lithomancer. Yeah. So ooh, maybe maybe a little uh tidbit there, huh? for our future. Maybe, maybe. I did it the was same thing you
0: and chat did the first time through every dungeon. I, I did it with the trust just to mess with things. Uh poor Ali say. Poor Allie say it kept wanting me to take <laughs> Ali say with me every single time, and I was like, "Uh, no, Bestinian is here. Uh, um, sorry, Ali say you're gonna Bestinian. sit this one out. Bestinian's gotta yeah. he's gotta go into the group. Did you run anything with Trust Kronos?
2: So I I purposely don't because I know after I always, I'm done, it's always
0: fun to me to watch the AI. That's why.
2: Yeah, I mean, so the reason is because I know after I'm done. I know I'm going to level my trusts all the way to max, and that's a lot of doing stuff with trusts and that's not super fun. So I like to limit the amount of time <laughs> that I spend with those the trusts. So, uh, I mean, I've already kind of started it. Mine are like level 83 now across the board. Also, it's kind of unfortunate that the It's fortunate that there's seven now because you get to do things like the Hydaelyn fight, but it's also unfortunate for people like me who want to max everything out because now I have to do three groups of trusts instead of two, which yeah. is really bad. But, I mean, it's fine. I'm not a trust guy, though. I like to do the stuff with the people in the game. That's just my preference.
0: (laughs) Speaking of eight-person content, here's another kind of thing that I was like, huh? Wait, what? For the uh, last trial, we hit the escape button and send everybody away, like, we're going to take this fight on, and then we got to wait for seven other assholes to show up. (laughs) 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 It's just like... (laughs) Hit the button. All the Scions are gone. All right, let's queue up and wait for seven other jerks now and (laughs) come and take over
1: uh, and help everything here. Uh, That was the other thing about Xenos. I was a little bit disappointed when he came in as Shinryu. It was like, we just rode on his back. He didn't actually do anything. He was the stage. He was just the stage. Yeah, he was the platform. (laughs) I told you. I'm
0: like, ugh. He was Bismarck. (laughs) They just just sent him in. Bismarck. And then, I mean, just, hey, bring the robots up. Yeah, like Zenos was so superfluous to everything that he just felt, like I said, he just felt like they had other plans for him and they decided to go a different way and they were like, "Well, shit, we brought him back. We got to do something with him." Uh, and like, "No, you don't." You know, it was just so I mean, anticlimactic, I mean, too. Yeah. Like fighting him on this gal- uh, yeah. galactic plane somewhere in what was a neat fight. Um, you have to try really hard to lose, even though some of those mechanics are, you know, not dodgeable. Unavoidable. Yeah. They're yeah. just unavoidable. You have to try really hard to not win that fight. Uh, it, but it was just like, what, why, why it, are we doing it all, this?
2: It was also cliche. Like the sun is setting. It, it, I don't know, man. It's just
1: like,
2: <laughs> I just don't like Zenos, man. Like it was so much more interesting when him and Fan Daniel were together.
1: Yeah. Because but only Daniel because was of Fan Daniel. That's like mouthpiece.
0: Even in those yeah. moments with the two of them, you didn't care what Zenos was saying. He was just like, Where's the warrior of light? And you're
1: like, Yeah, we, yeah, get, it. we, get, it. we get it. Where's my best friend? We get it. We get it. We're gonna fight you at like, some it point. It could have been worse though. It could have been worse. I, I, I get, he could have lived and been a pest for, I, for the well, next yeah, eight that's years. that's
2: definitely worse. Like, I think the issue was as soon as he made it to the end of the game. I was talking about this in my room. As soon as like he's still alive going into the last area, there is no way to wrap that up where Z- where you just are gonna like Zeno's. There, like there, every option that she had to write in that situation is it, bad because he's already lived for that long. I, I don't know. Like, okay, if he does the face turn, terrible.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, flies be...
2: in as a dragon, not great. Uh you know, if he lives into six point one, like why do we care? <laughs> you know, it's I I don't know. It, I just I feel like there was some situations in when she was writing this where maybe I don't know if it was her or she was put in like some no win scenarios where like, I don't know how she would have gotten out of it, you know, other than just what we did where we just killed him. He shows up. I don't I just don't like him. I, I maybe I'm being harsh. I'm sure there's no, people see, that don't I'm like a huge
0: does, but... I'm a huge villains fan, but I he is and I can even appreciate a villain being one note. Uh, I liked Zeno's yeah. first go around and Zeno's was relatively was nice. one yeah. note yeah. first go around mm-hmm. uh, yeah. this time around. We it was ended just, there. Yeah. This time around it was just say, uh, okay, like, you know, I thought we were going in a different direction with him. Um, and then he, he just kind of becomes a sideline story. And then once fan Daniel's out of it, they're like, okay, we need Zeno's to disappear for about six levels. Uh, and then we'll bring him back real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll bring him back real quick. So yeah, how how are Reaper and Sage going? I just started Reaper, so I'm not oh. uh, not at max level or anything yet. And then I am going to start Sage as well, even though I'm not
1: generally a healer. You, I think you will love Sage. Uh, it is. I liked
0: it when I such a the strong little, kit, little, like the little snippet of play you get with uh, Alpha No uh, when you're going across Garlemald. There, yes, yep. I, I did enjoy that. I was having
1: fun with the couple of abilities they gave you. Uh, it, I feel it is such a strong kit. It's not reactionary in any way it's really a plan your heals out um and hopefully you're working with your coal healer um but it's such a strong kit it's got so many mitigation tools i'm loving it and i feel there's just a lot of options for movement too um god it's just so good and i don't have a book i just it felt so good to put on those first new lists and like it's
2: not a book. <laughs> some of those duelists are questionable looking though, I will say uh, that. But I, no, I,
1: there are some really cool yeah, ones. Yeah, the, the very small ones that look like orbs. I'm like, that's yeah. kind of weird. Um, but I mean I've seen ones that are machine guns. There's um, still, like the ones skeleton from ones. There's the some ones skeleton from...
2: ones that are pretty funny. Oh, I gotta
1: check that out. The ones from Hydalin are just awesome. I mean, they don't even have a full particle effect, but they do have a initial glow, and it's just yes, yes, Yeah, yes, the yes. Hydalin
2: ones. The Hydalin ones are really cool. Um, yeah. I haven't I I don't have as much time played on those classes yet as like but I have raid members that have played both um I I actually think just a side tangent I think there's a class balance problem right now actually and I hope they mm. address it by the time the savages comes out I think there are some classes that are lagging behind so be pretty so more severely than normal I should say not to the point where like unplayable or anything but like to the point where like why would I bring them Is what I'm worried about uh okay. sage Reaper don't have that problem by the way they're perfectly fine I think out the gate they're they're probably going to see a lot of play for various reasons not that it like i don't think they're even close to bad but paladins underperforming surprisingly summoner is really in the damage department suffering pretty bad they look real flashy but they're not hitting very hard
1: their their scores aren't where they need um, to be they're
2: yeah but i think sages season. looks incredible like they have like a lot of options for a lot of scenarios i think you're going to see a lot of sages reapers are doing a lot of damage um and they seem really flexible too uh, just how you can kind of like do your rotation. Like, you have some options to do certain things. So, there'll be some cool optimization stuff there. And I, I also like the way Sage can move around too. Like, I hope they kind of address that with other healers eventually. Like kind of like how now we have Malefic. You know, Astro had it for a while and now everybody has it. Yes. I like the design in Sage where you have these buttons that do the same amount of damage, but they have an added effect on a long cooldown and they're on the GCD. I really like that design. I'd like to see that across the other healers as well, but maybe that they're just going to keep Sage that way because that they're going to lean into like maybe that's like their their thing. But I think both the new classes are awesome.
0: Uh, Black Mage, by the way, I told you I'd do a, a little bit of an update on my thoughts on that after uh, getting my butt into the extremes and stuff. Uh, it does not have an over mobility problem now. Uh, <laughs> as as I was a, Good. I was a little concerned about doing the the normal versions of the trials. I was like, mm, God, you know, I'm not even really having to think. Right, now. it's fine, it's fine. It, they're tuned for the higher end difficulty stuff. So uh, now DPS wise, I think we need a little help too. Uh, black, uh, black... they're still hitting like free trades. I don't uh, know. We do we do, <laughs> we do, we do, we do, we do. Paradox. I, is I don't sweet. see any of those numbers, so I'm I like, love, whatever.
1: I love paradox <laughs> as long
0: as the boss dies. Paradoxes. Yeah. I just love watching the animation. I'm, I'm just like, that's a sweet spell animation. Is that the
1: swirling fire ice?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. that's our level ninety. Uh, have, so, you,
2: have you seen the sage LB yet? Yeah. Kind of like to do stuff? Yeah. It looks really cool. Have I you really seen like monsters
0: using LB? red mage LBs? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you guys this: We did not touch on the the role quests, and I want to ask mm. you because there's different schools of thought on this one. Um, But pacing is such an issue that I think it actually hurts pacing a little more. But should people do their role quests the minute they're available? Or should they do them after they have just completed MSQ and come on back and get that initial details? I assume you guys have done them, right? Or at least some of them, right?
2: I've almost done all of them. Almost.
0: Now. Okay. So you 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 know how they intersect with the story a bit. Mm-hmm. Um so what's your recommendation? Because honestly, it- I I did them uh for uh Ranged Magic as I went mm-hmm. and I feel like yeah, I probably could Yeah, it's cool that I know some of these things going into the rest of the MSQ, but I don't think it would have taken any enjoyment out of the MSQ away. Had I just come back and done them at the end, and they do severely change your pace uh, if you side story and go do the role quests. But some people are like, go get that little piece of story and then continue on the MSQ. So, so what do you guys think? You go
2: ahead, um,
1: start. I, I'm gonna go with. Um, so I I was so invested in MSQ and want to get the MSQ done, and knowing that there was no ability tied to this um it wasn't required to finish the msq that i've honestly completely forgotten that they existed up until this point <laughs> until i asked you and you were like oh shit so, role
0: quests are a thing yeah yeah <laughs> role quests are a
1: thing um because with shadowbringers it was required to to finish the msq so um because none of that was required there's no rewards other than you know lore dump i was like okay well I'll i'll get to it when i get to it and yeah i had just completely forgotten about it so that is definitely on my to-do list now.
0: Yeah, and they definitely aren't required to enjoy the story in no. any way, shape, or form. You know, and you're only yeah. going to be able to do one on your way through the story anyway, because you're your character—that's the yeah. first character you're taking to ninety. So unless you're insane and you stop mid, <laughs> mid right? MSQ, stop to and go level grab another class, job. grab six levels real quick.
1: Uh, Don't do that. Get your armory bonus to 100%. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did it more because I was like, well, you know, this was required in Shadowbringers, and it did kind of add a little bit to the story. So, you know, I'll just grab those pieces now, right? Yeah, you know, I'm just going to grab them as we go and do those things. But some of those, they do just, they they bog things down a little bit if you do them that way. So my personal recommendation is pick them up when you're 90. You know, just go or or when you finish your MSQ, go ahead and bang them out. I don't know if you feel the same way, Kronos.
2: No, if I had to give an honest opinion, I'd say yeah, just just do them after you're done with the MSQ. I don't think they bring enough. Like the Shadowbringers ones are way more interesting in regards to how they connected everything together. Right. And the and when you do them all, it gets even more interesting. I don't really feel that way with this one. Granted, we don't have the connecting quest yet; we don't get that till six point one. But it just felt like hey, here's some characters that haven't really shown up in the MSQ. We're going to put them over here. Um, go meet them and see how the end of days is like slightly affecting these other areas in Eorzea. Um, and it was also weird that it started at 85. Yeah. But, I mean, hmm. and, yeah, and, and I agree. Like, I think if you go out of your way to do that, you suffer even more pacing issues. I did them as I went along the first time because same reason you did because yep. i was like okay if it's kind of like the shadow well maybe it'll be really important to kind of do them side by side and, it, and i didn't get that feeling after i was done with my healer one i and i definitely don't get that feeling after doing the tank and the physical ranged ones so i mean i just i don't really even see how they're gonna make the quest in 6.1 matter that much it, it maybe it's gonna have to do with like the city states as a whole i'm not sure but it almost just felt like a way to like i, I hate to say this it almost felt like they didn't want to voice act some characters <laughs> and they were like, Hey, you go over here where the text is and uh, we're going to stick you there. That's what it felt like to me. I don't know if y'all felt that way, but like when my healer quest is like Bond and like Fordola and, and Arnbold, I'm just like, "Eh, I mean, these guys could have showed up. I'd rather see these people over like the turtle and like Hancock, and then, like, I, I, I'm going to... Sorry, I'm going to go on a, bit of a tangent for a second, too. How Where the hell is Midgar Sorber? Yeah. Why does that dude not get any payoff? He's
1: been asleep since Omega.
0: Well, they like, said... you well, said yeah, my sire woke up long enough to say, yeah, that's fine, go ahead.
2: But, like, come on, man. <laughs> we get to see, like, all these other people, and he can't have some kind of no, payoff. Like, they no. they brought back Asahi for goddamn sake. I don't give a crap about that character. I was glad when he died, and he got payoff. He got to, like, take, like, Amon down into, like, the hell, basically. He yeah, got what? off. I, like, what?
1: We, 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 we saw the remnants of his people from his planet, and we never got any Midgar Somer, like, peeking up and like, hey, oh, this is familiar. No, none of that. <sighs> it was disappointing that we didn't get any Midgar Somer.
2: Yeah, I was kind of disappointed that, too. Because I thought for sure, when we got to, like, Mentions, the last area... He's
1: mentioned. Uh, maybe.
2: When we got maybe to the last area, the and you see all the dragons, River and I'm here. just like, okay, this is where his payoff's gonna happen, and he's, nope. Nah. They just explained some more lore stuff, which was cool. But yeah, I don't know. They did my boy Dirty.
0: The Amon Fight. This is cool. the realm. I like the Amon we'll come fight. there. I really like the Amon Fight. That was a cool dungeon fight. Amon Fight is cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Dungeons okay. still suffer from the same things I've constantly talked about. But you know. Yep. Dead horse won't be dead anymore. Uh, We do have a few real quick just little Square Enix news pieces for you, but I do want to give before we leave the topic, gentlemen, a little bit of a couple of minutes for each of us to sum up your thoughts and now assign your week two score. We will not ask for a final expansion score until we have the raid and the, uh, the first savages because that will kind of complete... The expansion content, right? from there on out it'll be patch content. So let's expand, from 6,000. expansion let's launch, your final score for the first two weeks. Uh knowing that you do reserve the right to change your score if the raids and savages just absolutely blow your minds and change your scores. <laughs> uh Kronos, couple of minutes. What are your thoughts? Final one to ten.
2: Yeah, so I guess if we're like the total package, I kind of agree with you. You said earlier, like the story for me. To me, is a bit on the weaker end, especially coming off of Shadowbringers. So, I like just for story, I'd probably be somewhere around seven. But the total package, like to me, the extremes are so good. The dungeons are fun. Granted, still suffer from the same issues, but they're a lot of fun. I like them aesthetically. I, I, the story, like I said, it's okay. But that's the total package. I'm pr- and I like the zones as well. And the music, I'm gonna say it's a nine. It's not quite like for me, Shadowbringers personally, it's like a 10. Yeah, but um, so I'll probably say this is a nine.
1: Dark. I'm going with a 9 out of 10. Um, my only real problems with it was the pacing in the main story. Um, too many times I'd be on the screen, can we just get this moving along? You know, the docks, the boutique, second half of Labyrinthos was just, oh, uh, God, that was awful. Um, I just wanted to to go and just get on the, the ship. Let's get just get this done. Um, the trials are, were great. The dungeons were great for, for what they are. I feel that we have the best expert set uh, initially, uh, and the extremes are are great experiences. I love the challenge in them. I know they're not maybe player friendly as you were saying, Mike, but uh, I love the challenge. And uh, you know, you were talking about kind of being blind and some issues with with lighting and coloring i'm like well i'm glad they put these audio cues for water bubbles and, yeah, and yeah. there's a reason that they're there, <laughs> there yeah, is there's a reason, reason.
0: <laughs> because visibly i like i said i'm fine like i am not colorblind and you know i've yeah. uh, and and i've that's done extremes for years now so but that's the first thing i'm always like because I, I make first look videos right on mmo bomb so i was like what does a new player think of this what would a new player think of this what would a new player think of this and yeah Uh, yeah. I mean, you both give it nines and I can respect your scores and, but I I actually think I have to give it an eight. Um, and an eight's a damn good score, you know, and an eight is a respectable, I want to play that game. And if you like this game, you should play it to score. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like almost they were trying maybe to check check boxes that it didn't maybe need to have checked. Like they really, really wanted six zones. Cause when you think about it, I don't even, I don't know if the moon Mare, le- a mare needs to be a full zone. Like you were there and gone so fast uh, compared to all of the other zones that there could have been, you know, little quests that 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 tie up what you're doing on the moon you know, I understand. Hey, we got to visit it so we can meet the Loperits and stuff like that. But you can do that. But I just feel like they tried to let's cram six zones in there because that's what we've done in previous expansions. Let's get our two classes in there. Let's wrap up everybody's fucking story. Everybody you have ever met, their story. It it just feels like the team
1: maybe
0: maybe did maybe did more than they had to. Um, to to really make this feel a little more cohesive, a little more evenly paced. you know, I think you could have gotten away like with thinking about, can we do this in five zones? And you know what? It'll just be different from other expansions. And you know what? That's okay with the the story we have <laughs> to tell is in five zones. Um, do we really need to see Hancock? No, uh, honestly, until he showed up, I was like, the first time he showed up, I was like, oh shit, what is his name? <laughs> <laughs> like I knew who it was, yeah. but I was like, Oh, I don't remember his name. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they really wanted to put a nice big full package together. They definitely did. It's definitely worth playing. If you like it, it's just not their best expansion for me. I, agree. I, I guess it almost does. Is- it almost, it's almost like it did its job. Right. and And that's what it needed to do. Just do your job. And to me, sure. that's an 8 out of 10. I, I can't, I'd love to give it a 9. Eight, five. 8.5. I'll give you half a point for Soken. Soken and the audio team. Uh, the music is just uh, tremendous. Tremendous. Uh, with almost no, like there's one or two, but not all, not very many. The jazz music in a dungeon, I'm not a fan. But the <laughs> I'll give you the eight five because of the music. But I really feel like it's an 8.
1: Tark, you were two, trying to say something? Two yeah, two things. Um, did you like the music change when you went into the area of the Loperitz
0: yes. For both oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. area
1: yeah. and fighting
0: yeah that is uh, when you're in their little gardens and stuff oh. uh, yes that is when uh, as I mentioned last week and I didn't want to say why that yeah. was the moment that I turned my mount music off <laughs> <laughs> was when I, when I first uh, was walking through there and something targeted me and started running after me and I was like fucking mount music has got to go Got to yep. go because we are not
1: missing any chance for that music. Uh, so, Having yeah. just finished four recently again, like uh, all the connections to four just really made me giddy inside. Um, the the other issue is like, um, do you think maybe that the extra thirty percent maybe is just made it too bulky?
0: You're you're using Niabari from chat's number that there's about thirty percent extra story here that feels like about thirty percent bloat.
2: Well, I think
0: uh, I they, they had said I think they I, had no, said years? prior yeah, that yeah, there yeah. was a yeah. Yeah. Was more yeah, um yeah I I just yeah, what he's saying. I, yeah, Neo dead on. I and I feel the same way. And oh he scored it an A to uh, two as, as as I did. Uh I just feel the same way. Like it could have been wrapped up thirty percent earlier and I would not have felt disappointed in any way. That's the danger. Like right now I'm bitching about an overabundance, which is a nice thing <laughs> to be bitching about, right? right. <laughs> like yeah. and that's
2: I mean I mean, we're stopping selling the game because we're bitching about how successful the game is. Right. It's like, right. It, it, you this
0: know. is 100% first world problems. Yeah. And yeah. it is a tremendously well done expansion, a tremendous yes. MMO. I can't wait for the raids. I can't wait to, you know, do uh, other things and, and get uh, my Reaper up there and then go ahead and check out Sage. There is so much to do. I'm going to be playing it just every day, just like everybody else. Um, so it's absolutely fantastic. But. If you had less, then maybe
1: people aren't logged in as long. <laughs> um, just <laughs> you, me, and Neo Bar—we were all thinking the same thing at the oh, same dude. time. <laughs> yeah, it
0: and, be and true. Here's, here's the difference, though. If they would have cut that thirty percent, I don't feel like I would have been missing something.
2: No. And I think yeah, that's what they were more worried fluff. about,
0: was they were worried about this not feeling big right. enough, not feeling awesome enough, not feeling epic enough or full enough to satisfy as many people as possible, and it introduced pacing errors. Because I
2: think you brought up a good point earlier when you said checkboxes. I feel like a yeah. checkbox for them is, the next one's got to be longer. Yeah. It has to be longer. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that this game suffered a bit from the fact that it was like, it's got to be longer than Shadowbreakers. We have to make it longer. When like, yeah, like, like people are saying, like, just don't add the extra stuff. Just give me the the good stuff. And like, I I, I said this, I don't think we brought this up this week, but like, just the, like, the gaps between actually fighting stuff, like playing the game is so long in some instances. It's insane to me. Like, you know, I was happy that that music cut on in there because I'm like, I'm going to go do a fate. Yeah. Because like, I haven't hit anything in like an hour. like i just want to go hit stuff and and i think the reason i also graded a little bit higher i think like if it was just story i would agree with you 100 percent mike but i the extra content for me and the way the classes feel to me bump it up the extra point i guess but like if it was if we were just talking about the story i'd be down there with you for sure yeah if
0: anybody's rating it a nine i'm not gonna fight you like i'm not i'm not gonna get into an, an argument on why the hell do you think that's better than it is because you know what i could very easily give it a nine too yeah. Uh, the fanboy in me wants to give it a nine. The fanboy in me wants to give it a nine, five, maybe even a 10, right? Just because it's Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XIV and it continues to do what Final Fantasy XIV does really well, and it does it really well. It is a great expansion. Objectively, I got to back off a little bit, though, and recognize a few minor issues that don't impact your overall enjoyment of the expansion but may lead to a little tedium at times here and there, and maybe don't quite hit the satisfaction mark for me story-wise. So I'm going to give it an 8. In little bit news, by the way, and I know we're running a little long, but we might as well just get these in. Chocobo GP is coming to the Switch on March 10th. Yet another Square Enix title coming out in March. Good grief. March is so full. March is so full uh we are also seeing a rumor from fantasy anime uh they're kind of dedicated to fantasy rpg video games and for 22 years they have been distributing the roms for square enix including the saga and the mana series and final fantasy and chrono trigger and You know, Nintendo's been going after ROM people for a while, but Square Enix itself really hasn't done too much unless there's very egregious things. But they've now received a cease and desist letter from Square Enix. So they're going to remove the ROMs from their site. Now, what Fantasy Anime seems to be hinting at is that they think, with very little evidence, right? Besides (laughs) the NVIDIA leaks, maybe. Uh, that Square (laughs) Enix might actually be working on something for Chrono Trigger, Parasite Eve, and Front Mission. Oh. So does this make the rumors that we've been talking about, whether it's Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, do they make them more or less likely to be true in your mind, Tarkov? Or does this news, is it so speculative, it doesn't impact your thoughts?
1: It's a little speculative, but you keep adding on to the the smoke where well, there's got to be fire. There's, there's so much more smoke. Every single thing that happens, th- there's got to be something to it. Um, so I'm leaning that it, yes, it is a little speculative, but th- these are adding up to become something that's, that's coming. Kronos, you, you're sitting there nodding I, I the entire time yeah, no, he was talking. There.
2: I, that's exactly what I think too. Like, I think it, it is very speculative, but I think it, I mean, like everything keeps adding up to the point where like, you know, just, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely a thing. <laughs> so I, you don't it's, just see, I mean, see things out of the blue, too. Like, that just seems weird.
1: But Can you imagine if it was, like, a, a Square Enix Classics, like, a whole compilation-type deal? You got four games and one disc or something of that nature?
2: Uh, you know they're not going to do that, man. I know they're just in chat. <laughs> I'm with Justin
0: in chat, though. I want a Parasite Eve remake, 100%. Yeah, it would be, be nice. I've, I've talked about that on yep. Gaming Gumbo with Yod for months now. Uh, we do have some new characters, too, if you haven't seen it, on the Square Enix Games site for Stranger of Paradise. So we've got uh, Sophia here, who is our fifth party member uh, in our little uh, group. And then here's a badass, some badass artwork of Tiamat for you as well. Speaking of dragons, this one very much awake. Very much awake. <laughs> uh, very much has something to say. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for just a little bit more on Stranger of Paradise coming out next year... You got some new character. Yeah, in March, you got some new character (laughs) info there. Uh, Now, originally, I did have in the show notes here that the online PC pricing for the Final Fantasy VII Remake was silently pulled from being Mm -hmm. online after it was originally shown to be $70 and the internet lost its mind. Uh, And so I had, you know, hey, are they maybe going to make a change or are they just shutting this off to kind of get rid of the. Bad uh, press until it launches. Uh, well, update today. Uh, prior to the show, it's seventy dollars. It's now available yep. and it's seventy dollars on the Epic Game Store. So yeah, and uh we did get new for so <clears throat> uh, forspoken gameplay that looks awesome. Not really looks much sweet. to you know. I'm not going to show you the trailer or anything while we talk because I'm just going to say go frickin' watch it. And then did you see Kotaku wrote a forspoken article this week? Where they were uh, there was not- some type of press event and and the press was able to ask questions and, and see some stuff. And apparently Square Enix, um the Kotaku article alleges, you know, really didn't go out of their way to seek black or person of color input on writing for a person of color main protagonist. Uh, they just kind of were like, well, the voice actress is black, so yay. Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. Yeah. They expressed some concerns, too, that there are um, very typically black stereotype, you know, origins and, you know, uh, bad neighborhood. Grew up in a bad neighborhood. Was on the verge of going to prison if they were on the same line. Like, that just very stereotypical type uh storytelling for a person of color characters. So I don't know what to expect out of Forspoken right now. I mean we'll mm. we'll we'll see. And the Square didn't do themselves any favors, that's for sure. When when questioned, they, they were just kind of like, Well we got input from lots of places. Next question <laughs> You know they really didn't do them, themselves any favor. Saturday is supposed to be a Square Enix presentation with more Stranger in Paradise info and a Final Fantasy's pic, uh 6 pixel remaster release date. This Yay! This Saturday. Thank you, uh, Neabari. Let's, uh, hi- uh, let's
1: idle in our way. I was reading the word idle. <laughs> <word. laughs> Can I say one more thing? Since uh, We haven't been, been here since uh, Video Game Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah congratulations to square enix i think you got five awards um two of them for final fantasy 14 best community and uh best ongoing game congratulations
0: yes 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 we tweeted that out from the twitter account as it happened so now let's actually move over and do (laughs) love it or leave it If you're new here, welcome. And if you haven't clicked like or subscribe or follow, go ahead and please take the opportunity to do that now because we're about to wrap up this episode of The Relic Grind and we will see you again maybe on the 30th. Watch Twitter. It's like 90%. We'll see you on the 30th. But we will not see you next week. So if you uh, don't join us for other shows, why not? I, I mean, if you don't join us for other shows, have a happy holiday. Uh, and we'll see you the following week. Love it or leave it is the segment where I give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, a feature in a game, a press release, a business decision. Hell, it's my show. I get to pick what it is. And you tell me whether you love it or leave it. There's no fence sitting. There's no I kind of like it. That's not the way it works here. So, gentlemen, uh, keeping with our whole Endwalker spoilers thing, I want to know the way the Hydaelyn Zodiac saga story was wrapped up. The actual tying of the story into a neat bow to end on 6-0 here. Do you love it or leave it? No fence sitting, Kronos.
2: I feel like a lot of people are gonna hate me for this, but whatever. I'm gonna leave it. Um I just I just wish that it had been something different than the way they went. I don't think it's necessarily a bad wrap up. I just I think like you said it earlier, it felt like very kind of Disney esque or just the way they did things some some stuff felt really heavy handed and so overall I just wish it had been done differently so I'm going to leave it
1: Tark uh, I'm going to love it um, while I, I understood as, as soon as we knew that Medion was unleashed upon the universe that that was probably the, the catalyst for the uh, final days uh, Dynamis was a little bit weird coming in at the last moment to explain all that's going on but um, you're right, the kind of why didn't kind of prepare us a little bit better, you know, kind of rings true, uh, but I, I love it. Uh, I felt it is pretty neatly cleaned up uh, and I'm excited for a fresh slate uh, where we go for the future.
0: I wanted to love it, man. I wanted to Mm. love it, but you know, no fence sitting. So I actually got to say, leave it too. Uh, Not because I didn't enjoy the story, not because I don't think it does its job, it does. But that's all it does for me is it does its job. It wraps everything up into a nice little bow and a way we can go to a new story. And I do have huge concerns on how this being the end of this particular saga Impacts future development and do the stories we tell have consequence, have weight, uh, things like that going forward. I mean, I I think when you battle a threat the way we did and everybody comes out of it unscathed, you really kind of set the bar for what these characters can survive. So, yeah. I'm going to leave it. I just feel like uh, they they had chances and, and didn't take some of them. Maybe they just didn't want to get risky with it and, and I can appreciate that too. But I wanted them to maybe take a little more risk. So as much as it pains me to say it, I'll say leave it. But chat, don't you leave it? Because coming up next, right after this show, Ms. Faye Death, how are you, Faye?
1: I'm well. How about you?
0: Can't complain. Are you through Endwalker yet? I know you're staying away from spoilers no, still. Have I, we started? I I have not started it yet, but it's fine because I always tend to forget spoilers by the time I get to the content. Anyway, <laughs> she forgets spoilers the way we forget who the hell Hancock is. <laughs> like, who is it? I didn't a- I, to- I could not remember his name. I was like, God, what is his name? Kugane, you little bitch! What are you doing here? <laughs> oh wait, Hancock. Kugane's the city. Oh. But what are you streaming tonight, Fay? <laughs> Well, we've still got an alien situation to deal with. I think
1: we're close, though. (laughs) We made some really good progress last time, and we learned how to shock and bash robot men in the head. So we've got new tools at our disposal. I think we can get it done.
0: Fantastic. Chat, don't go anywhere. She'll be live right after the show. We will be back on the 30th, but you can see me this Saturday, 7 p.m., on Gaming Gumbo with Jason Winter and resident Ready Check Radio artist Yod, when we'll be wrapping up, essentially, the year in gaming with our last episode of the year. Until at least the 30th, though. Kronos, where can everybody find you?
2: Yeah, same as always, Twitter. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to be posting a lot of stuff when it comes to like just jobs and doing raid stuff in the coming weeks, and then I got a movie to go see, so I'm sure I'll have some kind of Marvel movie list on my Twitter that people can argue with me about if they want to.
1: Tark Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming Also here on Radio Check Radio every Thursday With At The Relic Grind And Saturday and Sunday night where I'm currently playing Tales of Arise, big story developments now Great game
0: I'm Mike Byrne, you can follow me personally right there At Magic Man 1, but more importantly Follow at RC Radio so we can tweet at you Every time we go live with a podcast Or one of our Final Fantasy TCG streams Or one of our volunteer streamers Who I love very much Until next time gang, stay safe And we'll see you on the servers. Later.